Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked into the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And you heard Bolo just said, this is the porch. Welcome. We back again, baby. How you doing, Bolo? Man, I'm blessed, favorite. Hey, 10 toes down. Another day, another dollar, brother. How you feeling? Hey, man, I'm feeling good, man. You know, uh, the sun is officially back out here in sunny Ooh, L.A., so I'm happy, happy about that. It's been a lot of rain going on, like, last few months. I don't know what, what what was going on out here, but it's now back to being L.A., so, I, listen, I can't complain, man. That's it. That's it. Yes, sir, I love man. it, bro. Yes, good to hear, bro. And we turning up another notch? Are we Come turning on, up man. another notch? I didn't want to do it, but, like, the pe- people be hating on the porch, and I keep trying to tell them, listen, Y'all better hop on the bandwagon right now because this shit is crazy right this now. This shit is y'all. rolling right now. Crazy. It's getting a little too wild. We got another big time guest here on the porch. Super excited for this one. I'm going to bring him straight in. He's a reality TV star. He's a former football player. Mm. Uh, my, my D-line brother. He was a defensive end <laughs> in Central Washington. He's a boxer and influencer. The one and only Chase Demore. Welcome to the porch. What up, boys? Thanks for having me, man. What, yes, what it do, sir. what it yes, do. Bala, hold on real quick. I ain't trying to like, you know, put no two two on one, but you was a DB. You, you was a little dude. I was I was a three <laughs> technique. Uh, Chase, was, Chase was a DN. So yeah. I don't, it's the D-line is in the building. Talk. Only the athletes Damn. can talk. It's us, it's just two people. <laughs> I hate DBs. Talk the Come most on, and get us exposed. Damn, oh, talk the most. Hey, look, hey, look. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it real. D line, so it's so hard. Hey, but look, it's easy for us to cover up y'all mess ups, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, I'm tackle third level, we there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, bro's, bro's got to run with somebody. We got to run through a 300 pound man. It's crazy. Come on, Chase. Come on, man. The double team. Don't know nothing about a double team. It's the hardest Ooh, position to play on the field. Chase. It's the hardest yeah. position to play on the field. I'm what like, is we got people pulling at us we got we got All double that. teams we, we got, got and, and we go against some of the extreme athletes in the world some of the best athletes in the world at receiver and still gotta go backwards remember we're going backwards so we already had disadvantage against some of the best athletes in the world bro we got d lineman running after lamar jackson i'm not hearing it come on that's, now that's, that's d lineman dropping in the flats now it's just a different, got, different age we playing coverage man we we soaking up double teams we got oh we got to spill tight ends you don't know nothing about spilling <laughs> <laughs> we come hey, hey safety's come downhill too we we may have to spill we may off that spill. shoulder Real one to, to spill, boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you that's what separates the boys from the men. Come on, yeah, Chase. We get, in, we get in there. We get in there. Bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC slash MMA and much, much more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to our website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B L 
E-A-V, believe, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Now back to the porch. Yes, sir, man. But listen, we can talk football all day long, but we got to talk about Chase, man. So much going on with you, you know what I mean? It's it's crazy how this lined up. We had you (laughs) scheduled for like over a month and just kind of lined up this way. Um, First of all, I want to start off with a lot of noise going on. There was a big brawl, looks like, that happened Ooh, like yeah. outside in the streets. Yeah, um, in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, between, it was, I think it was you and some of your homeboys and Nate Diaz, allegedly, and his and his crew. I saw you, you had got jumped. I saw Nate Diaz choke somebody out. Mm. Just tell us from your point of view, like, what happened? Man, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just one of them days, man. You know, it's crazy. Is <laughs> I woke up that day and I was telling my boys, I was like, why does it feel like everybody's just got something to prove today? It was just from start to finish, and like I had a fight that day, I had a boxing match, and mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really trying to focus on what everybody else was going through that day. I was just like, look, I need to lock in. I got a box. I got millions of people uh, waiting for me to mess Thanks. this up. Essentially, you know what I'm talking about. Right. So. Uh, it was like a coming off the press conference, coming off the way in. You know, I had a good time that week, making it entertaining, making it funny. And uh, you know, we get to the fight. Uh, he was boys with this dude named Stevie Knight. You know, whatever it is, what it is. Uh, we saw how that turned out, and he wasn't too too appreciative of that. And then his other boy, Chris Avila, decided to box my boy Paul Bamba, who was meant to fight Tommy Fury. So it was mm-hmm. a lot of like, uh, you know, like three way connections. Uh, you know, I yeah. know him, he knows me, type of thing, and. You know, I saw him out the night before and him and his boys were like pointing at me and I kind of got like a, you know how you just know somebody just waiting to try you. So like me and my boys, we we was just like, let's get out of here before this gets messy because like they didn't say anything directly at the time, but like you can kind of tell like they point at us, you know, we're at a college uh, club bar type thing so you know yeah. like everybody's either they're hanging out with us or they're hanging out with them and like yeah. I wasn't trying to get into like no messy stuff on a college campus bro because you know motherfuckers pull out their phones start recording Facts. And, you, you, and you're waking up you know with a canceled fight the next day and a wasted trip and so we got up out of there and uh you know the next day i'm chirping his boy in the ring and I, he took his shirt off i was like bro you built you built like a milk bag or something come on something like that. <laughs> and he, he like flipped me off through his boxing glove in the middle of the match i was like all right so i'm you know i'm ringside i'm chirping him i'm i moved a couple rows back to sit with my friends and uh you know i was talking to the fans and stuff taking photos and you know just doing my due diligence at, at this event and you know through the through the time of the fight i'm chirping his boy you know in between rounds like yeah paul got you that time like boy you hit soft as shit this that yeah. and the other yeah. and uh nate diaz just got tired of it so he he picks he gets up picks up the water bottle he's known for yeah. throwing water bottles boom throws it and it took me a second to register. so i said i know this man did not just throw a water bottle at me i don't care who you are like as a man you ain't you ain't about to just throw something at me and me not Thanks. do something. So I go running at him. Mind you, he's got like 10 security guards. Like everybody's just trying to stop me from hopping over this fence. Right. And so, you know, I picked up a steel chair. <laughs> I was for the throw the steel chair at him. And then I was like, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, nah, I could hit somebody else and get hurt. So I put the steel chair down. Cops start running. Nate Diaz gets escorted out the building. I get escorted out the building. It is what it is. I had to leave the fight early. And so later that night, my boy, 
uh, he calls me. He's like, bro, you want to hire some, some security for the night? And I'm like, bro, like I'm not about to, you know, drop another bag on security. I'm not. We're all six foot plus football players. Like, ain't no right. way I'm going to. I don't need security. I got you guys here. You know what I mean? Right, but, right, right. And so it goes back to like when I said like that day, everybody felt like somebody has something to prove. And so I was like, I told my boys, I was like, look, if y'all scared, y'all can stay here. But I'm, I'm going to go out like, bro, like I just lost in the most ridiculous way possible. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the fight. But we saw it. And we're going yeah. gonna, yeah. gonna to dive into that next. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. So I, I was like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to have a good time. It is what it is. I got my peoples here. Y'all got y'all peoples here. And so we went out. We're walking around. We went to a few different bars and my manager calls me. He's like, yo, just be safe tonight. Like, you know, Nate Diaz and them are crazy. Like one of his boys got like a murder charge, this, that, and the third. And I was like, bro, like, I, I'm from like, bro, I'm from <laughs> a place that we don't talk about. But right. like I was, I grew up, I'm not scared of anybody essentially. And so I was mm -hmm. like, look, I'm going to go out mind my own business. It is what it is. And so I was out with a couple other influencer crowds. I was with Gideon, uh, Overflow, PJ, the fake Logan, all the influencers essentially. And so we was at a bar. We were having a good time man like uh you know just talking to all the girls around and just having a good time there was like no bad vibes it was like you know finally everybody just kind of put whatever they had going on to bed and so i'm walking around and i see one of my boys go up and talk to this random dude and he goes oh just stay back here that's one of nate diaz's boys and i was like all right cool whatever so i'm sitting there chatting with this other guy and i can see them all like looking at me through this little bar mm. It is what it is. And so uh, I'm talking to my friend and all of a sudden this dude comes up to me. He's like, I want no problems. I want no problems. And I was like, look, I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he like Spartan kicks me in the chest. And Ooh. so I immediately first reaction is like, bro, I just kept, I, I threw that too. It was my first reaction. You had I, to. Yeah, bro. I reaction, cracked him in the yeah. eye. I cracked him in the eye and his eye, like I broke his eye socket or something because he went like flying. And next thing I know, I'm looking at him like, what in the hell is going on? The next thing I know, I came, I got blasted in the side of the ear. I got like this, this, this ear. I don't know if y'all can see. Yeah. Damn. Damn. He came out of he came out of nowhere, blast me in the side. And all these dudes, mind you, fought in the UFC. Like they all got UFC records. And I'm just, I'm an 0 2 boxer. You know I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, and so, bro, blasting me in the ear. And all of a sudden, I'm just in the shits right now. I got five dudes on me. Got people pulling out their phones. I'm getting headbutted in the face. I'm just, you know, I'm in here just trying to play defense. There's five UFC fighters on me. I'm back to the wall. Dude's trying to like double leg me and take me down. But I'm a big, I'm a big dude. Like I'm a football player. You ain't finna just yeah. right. double leg me. And uh, the cops is, you know, running up at that point. And all I know is like, ain't nobody trying to get arrested and go to jail in New Orleans, bro. Like, wait, nice. I don't know what goes on down here, but like, I'm not trying to go to a New Orleans jail. Yeah, so you ain't I'm trying to like, find out. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm like yeah, pushing nah. these dudes off. Like, look, cops are right here. Like, cops right here, bro. Like back, like back up, bro. I'm not gonna like hit you in front of these cops. Yeah, my like they saw you hit me. It is what it is. But I'm I'm trying to leave, bro. I'm right. I got a hotel room. I'm paying for. I'm not I'm not spending the uh, the night in in section D eight or whatever. You know what Facts. I mean? Like, Facts. and so basically, uh, I walked away. Dude's head butt me in the face. His his forehead's like bleeding from like my teeth. He's trying to trying to do his thing and. Uh, so basically I walked away from that and I, and my, she, my girl, she's in the video too. She's like pushing people. <laughs> like she was, she was pushing the dudes off too. And these are UFC fighters. And so I was like, kind of getting on her. I was like, if anything ever pops off like that, you need to like, right. Like, yeah. Gone. Yeah, you five, two hundred twenty pounds. Right. Get out of here. Like, like, I, I, I appreciate the thought, but like, yeah. I, like, I, like yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> right, bro. So, so basically I get to this bar and my friends are like, all like chase, where you at? Chase, where you at? Blah, blah, blah. Blowing up my phone. Uh, like send us your location because somebody had said like Chase got jumped by Nate Diaz and his boys mm -hmm. and at the time I didn't even know fake Logan Paul was getting choked out like, like I said like I saw the cops and I was like trying to get further yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean right and right. so 
uh, by the time that all my friends got to me, they're like, oh, where's Nate and his boys? I guess they had gone off and did something else. But the crazy thing about it is, is after we got back to the hotel, woke up the next day, get on our flight, I'm on my way to the airport. I'm getting like blown up by my coaches. Everybody's calling me like, yo, Chase, like, uh, we got you booked on the same flight back to LA as Nate Diaz and his crew. Oh. And I was sitting thinking in my head, like, like there's only like 10 first class seats type. Right. You know, I'm in one, girls in one, my manager's in one, mm -hmm. and Nate Diaz got his whole crew. So I'm like, bro, I'm about to be locked basically in a cabin full of all Nate Diaz and his crew. But like I said, like, I ain't scared of nothing. I wasn't changing my thought. I was like, look, if he tries something on an airplane, that boy's got stones that I ain't never yeah. seen before. Yeah, yeah, he's so, uh, he ended up not getting on the airplane, come to find out uh, he got a, an arrest warrant. So, I mean, oh. that's probably why he wasn't there. But that's kind of like from my perspective of what happened. Damn. Damn. Man. That's a crazy night, Bolo, ain't it? Crazy ass night. I'm trying man. to, he explained it so well, though. I'm just envisioning like every part of how right. it went down, though. Like, especially like you ever went into a party or something, you just kind of like, you vibing, but then like, you just like kind of fill out the room and see a couple of people in the vibe immediately change. Like yeah. sometimes people pick that up quick as shit though. So like, I'm just Yeah, hey. it's like one of those things. It's like, I can't hear what you're saying and I, you're not looking directly at me, but like, I got like a feeling, I know you're talking about me. I know you yeah, know I'm facts. here. Right. It's like, you know what I mean? Like you put two influencers in the room. Like we might not know each other, but everybody in here knows who we are separately. So you know who I am vicariously right. through the, these other people. And it's just like when you got two like lions on the same uh, plane, like one of them got to go, you know, right. something's going right. to pop off. Yeah. Those, those egos get involved, that pride. And then yeah, it, it gets a little crazy, man. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, on a serious note, I'm glad that you, that you are okay. Good, obviously, yeah. you know you look you, you, everything good. Like you, you yeah, got a few bumps and bruises, but you're good. I, man, <laughs> I was like, for some UFC fighters, Dana White better sign me because if that's how hard y'all are hitting, y'all got a good record. Then I'm about to be fighting John Jones and and Easy <laughs> because because like dang, I was sitting there thinking like I was I should be out cold. Like there's five of y'all and one of me. So right. Right, that's, that's and real. I see, I see you been posting some videos talking a little trash, and you actually said you you called out Nate. You say you trying to go a MMA fight. Now let me ask you this. Now Nate, listen, Nate is one of the best UFC fighters. I think you know he's a legend in, in the UFC game. Yeah, how many championships he got? How many championships I, he got? You right, you right, you right. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. My question for you is, was that like, are you seriously trying to get in the MMA fight with him, or was that more kind of spur of the moment? You frustrated? Like, talk to us. I would a hundred percent get like lock me in a cage with Nate Diaz. I might mm. not want to do like, you know, five minute rounds and right. 12 round fights, but right. you give me a three minutes, three rounds in a cage with Nate Diaz. I'll you take feel, it. You, bro you feel fought, good about that? Yeah, bro fought 150 pounds in the UFC 10, five, six years ago. Like, bro, I'm in my prime. I'm 250 pounds. Like, bro, I'll take that. I will yeah, take I that 100%. That. His best bet, his best bet would be to choke me out. That's the only shot he has because right. he's not strong enough to get a takedown on me. He's not tall enough to get a head kick. Uh, he's he not beating my He ain't bigger. That's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, I would, if it was a wrestling match, I'm heavier than him. He's not, you know what I mean? Like, and he's he's not in shape. Like, the Nate Diaz yeah. everybody saw fought Conor McGregor. The Nate Diaz who who had his UFC career, that's not the same Nate Diaz who was drunk at a college bar, you know, hitting on, you know, 21, 22 years old. It's like, ah, thanks, lock thanks. me in a cage with him with with limited time so that I can't have, so there's no gas tank fatigue right. in there. And, and yeah, I'll take, I'll take so, that. So you saying, you saying, so you saying, pre you saying pre present day Nate Diaz, you wouldn't want to do it back in the day. I mean, I would, I would, I'm crazy. So I mean, <laughs> I would, he likes you. 
But I like my odds better now, now right. present day Nate Diaz than I do in Nate Diaz who's training, you know, five, six days a week at a UFC facility. Right. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Right. You got to think, like, dude's partying, drinking, he ain't sleeping, eating like garbage. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, You're on a whole different level now. Yeah, bro. It's not, it's like, I'm a, I'm a in shape, yeah, coming off of a fight camp. Like, yeah, lock me in a cage with Nate Diaz. We'll see, yeah. we'll see if his, right. if his has-been experience uh, is something that lasts through all of that. You know what I mean? Ooh, That'd be the same right now. You played football, but if I line you up against, you know, a wide receiver right now, are you covering him? Oh, that's a good point, Bolo. It is very. Hey, you are you covering me? him or I, not? I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't gonna dodge no smoke. I ain't gonna <laughs> dodge no smoke. Look, somebody go ahead and run the nine routes. A different. Hey, it's a different story. But somebody, you know, go ahead and run a couple digs, some slants. Then I'm jumping shit. I'm good. Right, I'm good right. But if you was in your prime and somebody try, you say you can't guard. You say I can guard you. Oh, I'm locking you down. Yeah, that's that's yeah. easy. Yeah, but they call me the penitentiary. Like, bro, I'm a felony, <laughs> bro. I be locking people up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Bolo Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, bro. yeah. yeah. I mean, it's different. It's not the same. And I would say the same thing, you know, from the D-line aspect. Like, obviously, like, I'm just coming off my – I was in the USFL last year. I but saw like, that, yeah. You know, even when I go into these camps and I go into playing football, it takes me a week or so to acclimate to playing football again because I do other things outside of mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? So Right. I feel that. So, what, what, I mean, what, I mean, obviously, we, we, got, we know a lot of athletes. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, you have tapped into a lot of different type of uh, – athletics as far as boxing you know football like those are two different sports in their own right but I think that also comes with a different type of confidence too mm. with that what what comes with that like how do you like I know obviously you got to be prepared right that's kind of yeah. like what people say but how where do you get the confidence from though yeah man I, I think it comes from like uh, I lost my dad at like an early age but he taught me like a lot of really good lessons growing up and used to one of the things that him and like every coach I ever had uh, was similar they would always say like don't be one dimensional you know what mm -hmm. i mean and, like i'm sure you guys have heard it in sports too like if the only thing you good at is covering the the nine route then you know i mean you need to learn to come downhill too or like if the mm -hmm. only thing you're good at is taking a double team then you need to learn how to spill too like don't be just a one trick andy and i think that you know i kind of took that like personal because like you know where i grow up not a lot of kids like you know are really doing anything in their lives mm -hmm. you know, they're in jail or you know they're working at you know the local 7-eleven whatever it is and uh i think that i always had like this chip on my shoulder where it was like you know watching these great athletes like cam newton and richard sherman who, who were like these overconfident people and that had a lot going for them and they brought a lot of traction to them and i was like you know like why can't i transition like all of my passions into other things if that makes sense like in high school i played you know baseball track i was a i was a state uh wrestler got a state medal from that like mm. football i did all these things you know, why can't I take exactly what I was doing there and just continue doing it in my adult life if I'm in the same, if not better shape now? And like a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, not only have I, you know, gone pro and done it in football, I've also uh, done it in boxing. I've also had, mm -hmm. you know, a tryout with the WWE. So I've done it with wrestling. I've had, you know, opportunities to even go play basketball overseas. So, you know, technically I've gone pro in every sport that I've ever played. And mm -hmm. it wasn't because like I was the greatest ever. But it's because like I would tell myself when I wake up every day that I'm going to be the greatest ever and I'm going to work at this thing, despite everybody telling me this is not possible. And I would have like this envision in my head is what's realistic for, you know, my third grade teacher is not the same as realistic for me. Like, bro, no offense mm -hmm. to my third grade teacher, but he wasn't missing meals. Like he wasn't, you know, bouncing from home to home. He yeah. he had a, you know, a toothbrush every night to brush his teeth. You know what I mean? Like no offense to him, but, you know, bro, you teach me 
And I'm going to teach you that I don't have to be a teacher when I'm, you know, 30 years old. So fact. Damn. That's beautiful, man. Honestly, I think for our listeners too, you know, who, you know, might have went through trials and tribulations growing up or going through things now, man. I think the power of the tongue, the power of of your mind as well, you know what I'm saying? Like it just kind of blocking out the negative noise and outside noise of what other mm-hmm. people might think and you being your ultimate and your biggest cheerleader, you know what I'm saying? Within yourself, yeah. you said you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you say that you can do it. You know what I'm saying? And even if it might sound crazy to others that having that mindset is going to lead to, to higher highs Thanks. than you would have had if you didn't have that mindset. Even if you don't achieve something to the highest level that you might've thought you would, you're still going to probably hit higher levels just because of your, your mindset. So I think that's just a good yeah. teaching moment. You know what I'm saying? And you talk about also just, you know, how your childhood and your tough kind of uh, uh, beginnings and losing your father at, at a young age and things like that. Uh, it seems like th- those, um, that tough upbringing kind of molded you into in, in who you are today and kind of made you to this, this, this person who's like, I don't care what it is. I'm not scared of no opportunity, no man, no woman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, and I think like, you know, a lot of people don't know this about me. I don't know if I've ever like publicly said this, but I have an older brother who's like maybe a year older than me, same last name and everything. And he's in prison right now for like, you know, a double murder charge. You know I mean? We mm. had the same exact opportunities presented to us our entire lives. And, you know, we just chose to go down different paths. And the craziest thing about it is it's like, you never know who it is that you're going to meet. You never know what that moment's going to be. You never yeah. know what's going to change your life. And in fact, I tell people this all the time is what separated me and I'll give this the most credit to that I did personally is there was a point in my life where I was working at Starbucks. I had this girlfriend for like six years, hated her, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I felt like, you know, because I've been with her for so long that I'm in this toxic relationship that I need to stay in, you know, to the point where, you know, once I was like, you know, with football and stuff, it's hard to make it into these pro leagues. And I was working at Starbucks yeah. training, trying to go to the league, wasn't signed to a team yet. You know, she's like, you know, pick something realistic and it would force like this idea of like, you need to have, she would call it a backup plan, but really she was saying like, this is needs to be the first plan. The football needs to be mm-hmm. the backup plan. And so, you know, she had like these connections through uh, being an officer and, you know, I was going through the process of almost becoming a police officer. And in fact, I, I did like, there's three tests you have to do before, you know, they hire you and send you off to police academy. You have to do like a, uh, like a written test. You have to do a, uh, physical test and you have to do like a psychiatric test and mm-hmm. essentially um i passed obviously i passed the physical test it's the first one you do um you know it was lights out the the written test like you know i'm walking in to take this written test and everybody's like oh i failed this you know three four times and i come back every year i was thinking it was going to be super hard but it was like honestly like common sense um so i passed the written test and then i actually failed the psychiatric test on purpose but I failed the psychiatric test on the last question when she asked, like, it was like a question, like, uh, what do you do if you see like a burning building and people are inside? And I, I was like, said like some superhero response. I'm going to come busting in and save everybody. And like, technically I failed because it was worth the most points and you're supposed to call for backup, call a fire department, you know, like right. things that yeah. you, would, you should do. You're not, you're right, not a Superman. Right. And like, you know, they passed me anyways. And you know, she sends me an email. She's like, okay, like we're going to ship you off the police Academy. This is your departure date. And I'm sitting there thinking in my head, like, you know, once I go to police academy, there's no more training for football. There's none of this social media stuff. There's, mm. there's, there's none of this. And um, when the day before I was shipped off the police academy, I was training on the field. I was doing like some ladder drills and stuff. And I, and I sat there and I think I had like a one-on-one with my pops with God. I was like, like, I just don't, I don't think this is what I meant to do. Like I, mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, this is not like, 
Like, it feels like it's being given to me and forced to me. And I'm like, it's like, uh, it's attempting. Like, this is the easy right. basket. Just take the apple. Yeah. Just take the apple and eat it. It's right there. But right. maybe you'll get this, but like, probably not. But like, the apple's right there and you can have job security and like, you know, you can make your relationship work and all this. And I, and I just remember like, at that moment, I was like, nah, like, I'm not ever going to, I would rather be uh, washed up, sad and broke saying I tried for the steak rather than eat this apple that's right in front Ooh. of me. And, Damn. and, and I, I pushed the apple away. You know, I called and broke up with my girlfriend six years. She thought I lost mm. my mind. I moved all my stuff out that day was sleeping in my car. <laughs> like I called the police Academy. I was like, I'm not coming. Like I quit my job at Starbucks and drove 20 something hours straight to Arizona to go figure it out. And uh, along the way there, I just happened to stop at this, uh, my boy, he lived in uh, this town in, in Weed, California. And I stopped there and I went in there to visit him, use the bathroom, eat some food, get out of my car for a bit, take a shower. And there was a girl in there and I asked her, I was like, so what do you want to do like as a job? You know, cause I'm trying to figure it out too. She's like, oh, I want to be a social media influencer. And I was like, what is a social media influencer? What does that even mean? Right? right. And she was just like, oh, well you get this and this and this, and all you gotta do is post. And I was like, well, why can't I do that? She goes, what she said, she's like, oh, it's mostly just for girls. And I was like, okay, like now you've just tried yeah. me. Right, right, right. <laughs> Is that a challenge? Is that a challenge? <laughs> and so, you know, because I met that girl, because I quit my job, because I drove and I just happened to be there in that moment, I made a video and it was like me lifting some weights or something. And, you know, my friend sent me the TikTok app. And after that, it went viral. And then all of a sudden, like I was one of the you know biggest names on the Internet. And I got an opportunity to go, you know, to Netflix and, and do two out the handle and do like all these amazing things. And you fast forward, you know, here we are like, you know, two and a half, three years later. And That's my wild. life is completely different. Like it's like a full 360 yeah. all Damn. because like I had like a spur of the moment just sitting there like. I'm not eating this apple that's right in front of me. Yeah, Damn. that's heavy. That's heavy shit. Because no, remember, D-Hell, yes. we was talking about how God ain't about to continue to give you stuff if you already got a full load. You got to drop some stuff off first before mm. he hands you some new stuff. That's you feel deep. me? So, you know, you didn't take that apple. You know, you let your lady go. You know what I mean? You gave up on the police thing. You took that drive. Like, that's God literally saying, I'm about to direct you with another path and hit you with another bag. Cause now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And everybody looking at you like, you lost, you, bro, you lost your mind. You, you quit, yeah. you made yourself homeless and now you don't have a source of income or a girlfriend anymore. Oh yeah. People thought I lost my mind. I was yeah. like, nah, I, I think I'm just, I'm reinventing myself. They say when, when, when you listen to God, though, a lot of times people, people do think you crazy because it, it doesn't seem that. like your route, your path, whatever doesn't it's seem. It's not they way. It ain't they way. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times their disbelief or, or their lack of confidence in their, in themselves, they pour that on you. Cause they, they yeah. think they can't do something. So they gonna automatically say, oh, you can't do that. Or that don't make sense. You know exactly. what I'm saying? That's, bro, this is, I'm over here inspired right now. <laughs> it's, I, it's I didn't know the podcast was even gonna get, get it this. It always finds its way. It <laughs> right. always finds its way. It always happens naturally, bro. I, I just think it's so cool that like, you that's just so happen to stop at your, <clears throat> your homie's house and just so happen that this, this girl, his girlfriend or whatever was there. And just so happened y'all had this conversation Right. It's like without all that stuff, you may not be an influencer. You may not be where you are today. And that can't right. be by accident. You know what I'm saying? There's no way. Might be writing citations on the highway. <laughs> no <laughs> you shit. know what I'm saying? No shit, Damn, man. So, now, so, yeah. so, Chase, let me ask you this, Loke. So, obviously, I mean, two to three years, right, to blow up like you did, that's a quick turnaround. 
So how has life changed for you? Like as a person, like just kind of being in the mix now and now is like, you can't really go too many places while somebody without somebody knowing who you are. Yeah, man, that's the, that's the thing that they don't tell you. And like, I know it's going to sound like crazy, but what they don't tell you is like, when you get to that top of the ladder, whatever it is that you look at in life, you don't get to take the people with you. Like, it's just you up there. And it's a very lonely place. Like, and I, I know, like, it's hard to like, really like comprehend, like, what do you mean by it's lonely? You have all these people that know you are, but it's like, yes, but now you become more of like a zoo animal than a person. And I say that in the sense is now everybody's always watching what you're doing. And I say that in the sense of like, all those nights that you have out with the boys are like, oh, bro, like I got, you know, totally hammered. And we were talking to this person and she was super cool. And we did this. And I can't believe we got like all that's gone. All that's gone. Like, oh, like you know, all everything you do is being recorded. You walk into a bar, it's being recorded. And it's like you move to L.A. and it's like Ooh. you don't get to just, you know, why, you know, why can't I just pay for this $30 Uber to drop me off at this event? But nah, because now it's frowned upon because you got dropped off in a, a Prius and you didn't pay the extra, you know, $80 to get dropped off in an Uber Black. You know what I mean? Why are you, you know, not flying? For, why are you paying 10 times as much for a plane ticket now? Because uh, Lord forbid somebody finds you flying a coach and now you're getting blasted all over TMZ because are you broke? Are you cheap? You know, all this and that. And you have this constant battle of people always judging you and you almost miss out on your personal life now because, mm. you know, you got problems like, you know, you go out and now you got Nate Diaz and his UFC buddies don't want to fight you. You know what I mean? Right. You have a boxing match and you fight the whole fight, have one missed swing, but they clip that and it goes viral worldwide. And now you got something to prove. And then you have another boxing match and people are like, ah, like, how are we going to get him this time? You know, you excessively knock somebody out. You know what I mean? Right. So mm. it's, it's, it's a constant battle. It's a constant mental battle. And I think that, you know, it's not like you can just you know, say like, oh, I'm going to take a social media break and do this and that because like now it's your source of income. You know what I mean? Right. So, you show up to work every day you don't just say like oh today i just don't feel like working i'm like i'm gonna take the next six months off and still expect to be able to you know pay the bills and and have like this extraordinary life you know what i mean so it's it's definitely a trade-off yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's why real, man. everybody everybody won't you know want to be that star but when you when you get to that point it's a lot that, that comes with it you gotta be prepared for that oh yeah forget making friends forget all that because like you never know who's with you for the right reasons and real that's and I that, think like the it. video of Nate Diaz is like a prime example of that because those boys that I brought who I thought were my boys, mm. you saw them just standing there. Facts. That's a fact. Standing there watching me fight. fight I didn't want to say nothing, Chase. I, 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 I didn't want to start nothing. It was yeah, crazy. Like, it was crazy about was a lot that. of watching. Yeah, there was. And a recording and, uh, you know, everybody, I went off on my close friend's uh, story on Instagram. I was like, I don't, like, if you... First of all, let me backtrack a little bit. I went off on them at breakfast the next morning because like it takes you a second to really like comprehend like, what it is that happened. You know what I mean? At first, like we're going on about the night. Let's finish having a good night. Everybody's cool. Then I wake up the next day and I got people on the Internet asking me, like, why are my boys just standing there watching me get jumped? And these are the same boys like, you know, I'm flying out putting in hotels putting on with girls putting on my boat and they're watching me just get jumped because they're scared to fight and i asked each one of them i was like so what did you do during the fight and one of them was like oh chase i, I threw a punch and i did this and i did that and so after i asked them i pulled up the video and i froze framed the video on each and every one of them that were standing there and i said is this you is this you and i did it in front of everybody so there was no confusion and i told them i was like if you guys think i'm an asshole for doing this then i'm really sorry about it but like i need to address this so when the internet asked me why you guys are 
are just standing there, I can, I know what to tell them. You know what I mean? I'm not, right. don't like, if you're a sheep, I don't have a problem with you being a sheep. It's kind of like in football. If you're a quarterback, don't tell me you're an offensive lineman. And then I put you there to block and you can't block. You know right. what I mean? Keep I'll that red jersey you. on. Yeah. Keep the red jersey on. I still <laughs> yeah. like you. I still need you, but don't be telling me that you're throwing punches. You know what I mean? Don't say like you're a wolf and then I take you on the hunt and you're a sheep. You know what yeah, I mean? Facts. Like that's what I told them. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's a prime example of like what happens when you become famous is everybody want to be your friend when you're winning. But when it's time when shit, Dang, when some shit pop off with the smoke, exactly. I had one, one of the five dudes that I brought was stomping. It didn't ask no questions. He, I, he got a promotion in the friend group. I was about to say, he got to right. be promoted. He, <laughs> so he wasn't even, he wasn't even one of the main people. No, he hit me up last minute. Like, yo, can I come? And I was like, I'll see if it can work. Right, blah, right, blah, blah, right. blah, this and that. And he was one of those dudes that I met uh, randomly in Miami when I first started, you know, blowing up and I was getting all this free stuff and club promo and all this. And I just met him. I thought he was a cool dude. And so I brought him along with me to all this stuff. And he just hit me up like, yo, bro, can I, he came to two of the fights now and both fights, uh, the first fight, with Corey, they tried to come in the locker room and jump me, and he was with the smoke. Mm. He didn't get make it to the second fight. I had armed security at that one, so nothing really took place. The third fight, he was he was there. He lost to Yeezy stomping the dude out. And I was like, bro, you just got to promote any fight you getting paid for because those yeah. are the type of people you need to have around you that. that are your friend. Yeah. But when shit pops off, they're also there at the end of the day too. Facts. That's real, man. Facts. And it was crazy fight. too because like I posted the video of my girl pushing somebody, and you I was like, saying? I got my five three girl here, hundred twenty pounds pushing UFC fighters, and y'all just standing there like watching. I couldn't even watching. picture myself. I'm with my homies, you and, got and, to. And, and I'm getting jumped. Like I don't care fuck how you feel. I don't care if you're nervous, scared. Like that, those are normal emotions, whatever. Your boy's getting jumped. I'm getting whooped. Like, you gotta do something. It is what it is. I, I, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. And so. like, if you think about it, like if I wasn't as big as I was, or if like I would have like they would have took me down, like something where they yeah. could like stomp on my head. Like, could have been bad. Really, I could have really been like messed up. I could have been worse than a black Damn. eye and a bruised ear. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. like, bro. And they, oh, this was the kicker. This was the kicker. This will be your title of your video. I asked him. I said, "Why did you guys not fight?" And one of them looked me in my face as serious as possible and said, "Chase, we're pretty boys." Whoa, they was light skinned, wasn't they? Well, yeah, he was actually Cuban. Oh, <laughs> he was actually Cuban. Damn. I'm the only light skinned in my group, and that for that exact reason. He told oh, Steve can't send the dark skin, brother. Chase, you lying right now, I Chase. I swear to God, I looked at him and I said, uh, and, and, and mind you, so like a couple of my boys wasn't there, and they was in the group chat just going off in the group chat. The other light skin that I hang out with, Josh Legault from Love Island, he came running, bro. He was off with a, with a shorty, like threw shorty out, damn. booked it straight to me. Like, we heard you got jump. He was one of the dudes that met me at the bar, but what? when he had told me that, I was like, like, bro, you just look me in my face and just tell me that you didn't swing a punch because you're a pretty boy. And he's like, yeah, we can't oh. fight. And I was like, it don't matter if you could, like, you could grab, you could tackle, like, you're a football player. Nah, he bro, I'm pissed off, bro. That's damn near like, oh, some, like, was he being sarcastic? Like, I'm he damn near pissed dead, off. Dead ass. He said, we're pretty boys. We're I can't boys. fight. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. he can't, he can't, yeah. he can't be with the crew no more. Yeah, bro. Down there yeah. with a slap buddy across the face. What the yeah. heck? You talking about? The same, the same guy that that I let you know bring girls to my table. Same guy who Damn. I was sliding my card so it looked like he was paying for it. Ooh. Like the oh. same boy I'm putting girls on. The same boy who I played in the CFL with. I was like, bro, we got a track record before I was like, you know, Damn. quote unquote famous. Too. And I was yeah. like, I was like, bro, you just watch me. Get fight five dudes and get jumped by five dudes, and yeah, you said pretty boys. And bro, you see him in the video just walking behind him, like, God, stop, Come stop, on. like, not even, not even touching them. And I was like, bro, 
Well, hey, the next time he want to get, get go on that private flight with you, well, uh, you a pretty boy. Pretty boy, yeah. don't, don't get yeah, you nah, on frontier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty boys fly spirit. Yeah. yeah, for real, man. Damn, that's, that's wild, man. That hey, that goes wild. to show y'all, man. Look, and I always say this too, especially especially for everybody who get new friends and stuff. You ain't gonna really see your real friends when it's until it's time to, you know, what I mean, jump in that mud. Everybody ain't gonna jump in the mud with you. Yeah, that, that's you. when you really know, man. That's when you really wisely. Know. And, and since, since we're kind of back on the topic of the fight, let's talk about the actual fight inside the ring. Um, <laughs> big time fight, man. I, I went back and watched it. You know what I mean? I've I, I seen your improvement. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I can tell you've been in the training, your ass off, getting better. You ended up fighting, uh, it was a YouTuber, uh, Stevie Knight, and you knocked, you knocked him out. Clean knockout. But... <laughs> you, got, you probably got a little like breaks a, off that boy. You knocked <laughs> <laughs> bro he was out. In it. He, he was, was falling in a whole down fucking world. And then Chase, you, you can't hand him a couple mm -hmm, more times. Mm -hmm, Take me man. through your mindset during that moment when you knocked him out and what led to, to the continuous punches. Man, let me just tell you, bro. Like, you gotta think, bro. Five months, five months. I was in that in a boxing gym driving. I had to drive. 40 minutes there in the morning, 40 minutes home, spent three hours in the gym every single day, five, six days a week. Mm. One off day, and I'm watching film. I'm, I'm watching hours of film. And while I'm doing this, I'm seeing memes. I'm seeing TikToks. I'm getting tagged. It's getting sent. I'm watching this mixed miss swing and this loss that I had against Brogner haunt me. And everybody saying, you can't fight. You're this, you're that. And, bro, like I said, like I had that chip on my shoulder. I'm a, I'm a competitor. And, like, bro, when, when people try your manhood like that, they're like, you can't fight you this and that. Mm -hmm. And I had this dude, Stevie, who's this big, bad boogeyman, buff. Like, nobody want to fight him. He's, he's, he's scary, right? And I get a call, and they're like, yeah, this guy's terrifying. He's built like a G.I. Joe. Like, he apparently can can really scrap chase. Like, you got your work cut out for you. I said, no, sign me. Like, I'll, I'll give mm. you the chance. Like, I need redemption. And yeah, I was in there just grinding, 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 listening to, like, every meme and, like, just getting attacked, bro. And people don't understand what that's like because you get it from one or two people. It's crazy. But I'm talking, like, millions. Like, I flew to Australia for for uh christmas and they were talking about in australia bro like Damn. it's like it's like almost and people that aren't even in the fight community were seeing this bro right. and so it's like you have like one of the most viral boxing clips and it's just like embarrassing and it's just like bro like this dude was just talking crazy like he's like my girl could whoop you you look like a baby giraffe like you can't fight this and that. And i was like all right all right, all right, keep that same energy. And so you see my face when I go in that ring. It went from all the jokes, like, all that, yeah. and I was just like, you see me, I was just, you know, ready to ready to go. As soon as that bell ring, I went out there, and I knocked him down not once, not twice, but three times in just the first round, right? Yeah. And so when I threw that hook, when he, he was trying to run from me, and I threw that hook, boom, and I saw, I saw his eyebrows lift, I saw his eyes roll, and he was falling down that ropes real slow. But after I saw that, like, I just was, I was black. Like it was gone. Yeah, I was about to say I was gone. I was I was fighting. I was fighting the memes, the comments, the the videos. I was I was out of there. Just ah, yeah. and it's it's criminal how slow the referee was. Like mind you, like his job is to be. I'm not saying in, like I'm not to blame, but I'm not taking 100. I'll take 75 percent of that blame. But the fact that that should've, referee should try to yeah grab you like right away. Yeah. After after you watch me out. knock this man down twice before this. 
I'm much larger than this man. Like he's he's running in fear of me at this point. And you mm. behind me counting while he's slowing, slowly falling down the ropes. And like I was gone, bro. And like, you know, I did the the Izzy celebration. I was I like, ah, 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 you know, because like in my head, I was like, you know, the demon's been slain. Like that was me slaying the demons. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like right. it's gonna be a hard photo when I posted me just, you know, uh -huh. slaying these demons. And you know, when when it all settled down and the adrenaline dump was gone, and I realized like I really could have hurt this man. And like it was never about that. It was never about Stevie, you know what I mean? It, and I want that to be fully known. Like it was never about Stevie Knight you see me walk over and try to give him a hug you know like i'm a terrible sport like i hate losing but like i wasn't even thinking about that i walked straight over to him and i was like bro i'm so sorry like are you okay and then after the fact i went you know after like i took the loss and all this and that and i did the post interviews and i never said anything directly about stevie it was always me saying you know this person said this and this person said this and this comment said this and that's all i was talking about and then you know I put the camera away. I told security to get away from me. I told my friends to get away from me. And I walked by myself and sat in the locker room with him and his whole team, chatted with him, checked on him, let him know, like, he's a hell of a, a champion. He's a hell of a warrior. And he's going to give a lot of people uh, fits in the boxing community. Like, I'm just, like, I said I was the better man that night. Like, doesn't mean I'm the better man always. That night I was the better man. And, you know, grats to him and his win. He's he's a very strong, he hits very hard. I told him, I gave him credit where he got me and showed him the bruises. And it was like a really good conversation because like in that moment, I was genuinely feeling for the guy who is Stevie Knight, not, you know, the comment sections, the Twitter community, the YouTube community, any yeah. of that nonsense. So That's real, man. Yeah. And I, I mean, kudos to you for actually, you know, taking the time and once you calm down and everything and like actually apologizing, owning up to it and, and chatting with them. Um, Cause you know, it, you didn't, you didn't necessarily have to per se, but you did that. I, th I think that's, that, that says a lot about you and your character. Mm -hmm. um, I did. I watched, I think one of his latest YouTube videos, he was like breaking down the fight. Uh, you know, I, I, he said, I know you mentioned you knocked him down three times. The first two knockouts, according to Stevie, yeah, you I stepped, saw. You, you stepped on his foot. I, I saw. He, he photoshopped. Said. He photoshopped the photo. But like, I, if you play, I don't know if you've seen the video in full speed. It's on the Misfits page. But you see me like slip his thing and send it to. In fact, I got a perfect picture of it too because because mm. he he tried to photoshop it, and make it look like I was stepping on his shoe. But I was like, look, you telling me that that photo is not uh, a oh uh, yeah. Now you made contact. Yeah, right. And yeah, that's yeah, not even yeah. the only one. That's the uh look. Here's the actual like full full blow. Like, bro, where am I stepping on his foot? Oh damn. Oh damn. I don't know if y'all can see that. Ah, yeah, no, you're nah, you not on his foot. I mean, you but, close, but you ain't on it. Bro, there's like a good two inches. Oh yeah. I don't know if it, it's gonna focus. Oh but, like, yeah, oh, there you go. That was that be spacing I mean? between. Come on, yeah. Stevie. And he yeah, gonna try to he gonna try to Photoshop and make it look like I stuff like bro like I was there I know how hard I hit you like what? right damn but, you know and like even when he made his reaction video and he was saying like oh I had to keep it in me to not lose my shit on Chase when he came along. like he was being so nice in the locker room. I don't know why he said that like he shook me he up cap. He was uh, cap, bro. And I, I comment, and I commented on the video even. I still was not going to be a hater. I commented on the video. And I was like, bro, you're a champion. You sold the fight really well. He posted the DMs of me, us talking about selling the fight and this and that. That's how it goes in the influence world. I don't know why yeah. he posted the DMs. But, like, if anybody thought I had real beef with Stevie Knight, is absolutely crazy. But, you know, I commented on it. I was still nice to him. I still said he's a champion. Even on Twitter, I came up with a, a public apology multiple times. I just, I, what I said was, I'm not going to discredit the coaches that put their time and effort into training me the last five months. 
Congrats right. to Stevie. Right. But I'm also not going to let Stevie say, like, you know, like in my head, I, I could have been the dickhead and been like, okay, you're trying to keep it together in the locker room. Like, what are you going to get your ass whooped twice in one night? Like, come on, bro. Right, 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 like, right. You know, you already knocked him out. So I was like, like mean, bro, <laughs> come on. Like, that's not what we was doing. <laughs> you, you know what? Not, not to switch gears, but that's the one thing about uh, boxing or, or just any contact sport, right? So, like, if you playing football and somebody pisses you, off, pisses you off on the field, you might, after the game, you know, be like, man, like, ah, right, you did all this and that, but, like, let, let's fight for real. Like, you can say that. But yeah. in boxing or MMA, like, we literally just got done fighting, and I, and I knocked you out. So, like. I got DQ'd for excessively whooping your ass. <laughs> like, it, like it literally happened. So you saying like, man, I'm trying to hold myself together. It, 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 I mean, for what? I mean, it doesn't even make sense. Like you could have did that few like about an hour ago. You gonna call? You gonna Bats. call your big brother? Like, like, bro, we give these out. Ass whoopers are buy one get one, and they're free. That's a fact, <laughs> and that's a fact. And look, look, legally and illegally. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean, like, if that was an MMA match, bro, they'd be sending your ass to the hospital. The ground and pound was crazy. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, like I said, like I was, I never like. If you look at the video, even I left the comment up and everything, and I was like, bro, like you're a good dude. You're a humble dude. You're an honest dude. I like everything about you. You're a champion. Like, I'm not going to badmouth you because like, I have a lot of respect for anybody that'll step into a boxing ring. Cause most cats just run their mouth. Nobody really want, yeah. nobody really about it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It takes a lot of how, courage uh, in that ring. How hard was you, was it for you preparing for, for boxing? Like, you know, training for football, you know, playing at a high level versus training for boxing at a high level. Like what's the biggest difference in that? Yeah, bro. I would say the biggest difference is that cardio, man, because you got to develop muscles that you don't use. Like, I know people will be like, oh, I've grown up street fighting. I've been in this fight and that. Most of those fights are like quick, like quick. Yeah. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. It felt long as hell, though, didn't it? Long, though. Right. right. <laughs> A fight, you were in there three minutes, five to 12 times. You know, depending on how quick, you, unless you're going to sleep or he's going to sleep, you know, mm -hmm. nobody's coming to break it up. There's no principal breaking you up. There's no cops. There's like you and him are locked in a cage, essentially. So you develop like muscles in your shoulders that you didn't have from work, working that jab. You mm. know, you you unlock muscles. And I would say like my first fight, I made like a lot of funny videos because I was having fun with it. But really behind the scenes, I was like shitting myself. I was like, bro, like. I could really go in there. I've never been knocked out. I could, yeah. I've seen, I was watching videos of dudes that were, you know, paralyzed after boxing. You know, all the worst case scenarios when you Google, right. like, oh, I have a cough today. What does that mean? And then you yeah, Google, right. Google says you got lung cancer or something. You know what I mean? Right, I was right. looking at like worst case scenarios. And so, like, you know, I remember, like, I was just telling myself, like, I'm bigger, faster, stronger, bigger, faster, stronger, bigger, faster, stronger. And like, you know, like, uh, when I'm walking out there, bro, that's the loneliest walk. That first fight you take, that walkout is the loneliest walk you take because, mm. you know, your coaches go off, everybody, your friends go off. If your girl goes off like everybody's watching at this point they got their phones out and it's just you and this man about to fight you know there's nobody in the way you know you could get embarrassed you could get knocked out you could get seriously hurt and you know like the the training you, you can rely on your training but a lot of the times you know you listen to mike tyson talk like your heart and your muscles and your nerves and stuff when you're going out there that makes you more tired than the actual fight so it doesn't matter how much training you did if you're already like your heart's going crazy by the time you get in the ring you you, you damn near already lost the fight that's, that's real. The, yeah. That's the point of the ring walk music is the ring walk music is supposed to calm you down. A lot of people don't know that. That's the whole point of the, the ring walk. When you play your song and stuff, it's supposed to calm you down when you're walking out there. So like when I was training for this last fight, I was listening to classical music. I was listening to Ed Sheeran. I was listening mm. to Rod Wave. Like I was listening to the most low maintenance music ever. And that's why in this last fight, when I did my walkout, I came out to the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> 
you know, it's just like, have mm. fun with this, man. It's not, it's not yeah. that serious, you know, and it yeah. helps you lock in. Yeah. That's wow. real. I, I kind of like shifted, had that mental shift with football too. I, I At first I used to be that guy where I felt like I had to be like real serious before the game, or if I wasn't, then I wasn't focused. But I learned that I, I, I started the game off a lot more stiff. So I'm like, you know what, man, I'm going to be me. I prepared all week. I watched film. I had a great week of practice. Why the hell am I out here acting nervous? Like, let's go. So then I just became more loose and I could joke for the game, turn the music on. You know what I mean? So that's a good point. You know what I mean? We yeah, turn it up. Yeah. 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 That's, a, that's the thing because, like, you think about like practice, right? You probably ran 100 reps at practice, like going through the same stuff and, like, oh, that was a good play. That was a good. We probably have. 20 good plays in practice and you're saying like bro if i could just get one good play in a game you call it a good game right, you know right. I mean? like you just did it 20 times like in three different team periods four times last week you know what i mean mm -hmm. you know what the difference was you were in the locker room you were calm you were relaxed you ate some food you're like bro i'm going to work essentially and you yeah. get to the game and you practice like you play you know essentially and so if you switch up how you act when you go into the game versus how you act when you go to practice you're not gonna you're not gonna play the same you know it's real that's a fact that's a fact, man. Man, he dropping he dropping real game Gems. on the porch right now, man. So if the, the listeners on caffeine or the people tuning in through Apple, Spotify, whatever you listen in, make sure you're taking down notes because our guy Chase is dropping some real gems. I do want to transition real quick before we go to like our final segment and talk about your life as a reality TV star. I mean, you've been on Too Hot to Handle. You've been on one of one of the shows I, I know I, I liked a lot in Bolo as well. Perfect mm -hmm. match. Perfect match. Um, let's talk about First of all, the whole casting process of how, how you got on those shows, and then we'll follow up from there. All right. Yeah. So, bro, like I said, it was like when I uh, made that video on TikTok, flashback to and ran into that girl in California. Yeah. Uh, I was doing like football content at the time. And like, obviously, I would do like light skin cringe stuff too. Because <laughs> I was trying to, what I was trying to do is like not be one dimensional. I didn't want just a male audience. I didn't want to be on gym TikTok. I wanted, yeah. Like, you know, be multidimensional. So like I was building up an audience of girls and boys. And I would tell myself, you know, 10K followers a week is is perfect. You know, that's a lot of followers. 10,000 people, yeah. a lot of people. Right. I was growing at like 10K a week. You know, I was like, Damn. this is perfect. You know, and I would be sad if I was at like 9K and I'd be like ecstatic if I was at, you know, 15K that week. But I'd be like, I got to get to 10K next week. And so like I was... There was a time where I was pumping out four or five videos a day. Like I was spending hours. Like I would wake up 3 a.m., get my workout in, spend all morning, afternoon, uh, making content, different videos, just coming up with it in my head, looking at different trends. I don't know how I came up with half the ideas I did. I would just do it. I incorporated my face a lot because like I wanted people to ha uh, recognize, have something to recognize. Mm -hmm. And then I would spend the evenings editing it. And then the next day, whilst I was doing it again, I was just posting these videos throughout the day. Like, okay, the first video is done. So now I'm going to post the first video from yesterday, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And I did this so much that I got reached out to by Love Island. And I was like, oh, sick. Love Island's a big show. This is going to help my social media following go back to getting that 10K a day. And I was like, oh, this will this will boost me a lot, right? And so I was in the cast process of Love Island, doing all this and that. In the meantime, I had like this other like kind of fake show hitting me up. And like, yeah, this party's in paradise. Like, you know, we just want to record you partying with these girls. It looked like a spammy message. And they hit yeah. me up. Another one hit me up. I didn't follow up with either one of them because I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going on Love Island. Like, I don't have a plan B. Right. And it was, it was weird because like in my head, I was like, I feel like I'm not gonna get put on the show but like i was like every time i would talk to them they're like oh yeah we love you we're sending you to the next person the next person the next person i was like in my head i was like i'm getting sent like all the way through the line and i just feel like i'm gonna get right to the finish line and i'm just not gonna cross over for something mm -hmm. this is in my head and so like just randomly i went back and i dm that other that other 
person. And I was like, is this for real? Cause she had messaged me again. And she's like, oh yeah, it's for real. We'd love to hop on a call. And so she's like, can you do like right now? And I was like, all right, sure. So she calls me up. She's like, tell us about yourself. And I was just like over bragging. I was like, I thought it was fake. I was like, I'm the greatest ever. Like I'm six, five girls don't turn me down. And she was laughing. The UK girl laughing, dying. So she's like, all right, perfect. That's all I needed to know. Brings me back later. She's like, I sent you off to the casting producers. I'm, I'm screaming your names to the heavens. They love you. They want to meet with you tomorrow. And I was like, okay. So I did the same thing again. And mind you, I'm still doing Love Island. I did this and I did this and I did this all the way up to, the, and I wasn't telling them about each other. All the way up to the point where I get a call from Love Island. They're like, hey, like we're not sending you out in the first batch. We want to send you out in the second batch. And I was like, ah, there's that, there's that finish line that I'm talking about. Mm. And so I got taken off of the cat. They call me like the second week. They're like, hey, like, Sorry to inform you, but we've decided to go in a different direction. We don't know why these things happen. But in my head, I was like already mentally prepared for it. And so like I reached back out to the other lady. I was like, hey, just to let you know, like I was casting for Love Island. They just took me off. So now I'm like 100% go for this show. And she's like, oh, that's perfect for us. Like, sorry about Love Island, but we would much rather have you on our show. And in my head, I was like, this show really wants me. So I'm going to go on it. Yeah. And so mind you, I'm still thinking this show is fake. So they call me up like, hey, we're going to send you Turks and Kenko's your flight's booked for next Friday. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So like, I forget about it. I go and uh, I'm at the bar with my buddies. And I get a, like, I'm getting a, my phone's getting blown up. I check it and she's like, Hey, uh, sorry, Chase, but we have a driver at your house picking you up, ready to take you to an airport. Um, but they said that you're not home. And I'm at the bar with my buddies. I was like, who is this? Like, Chase, you're supposed to be on an airplane right now, headed to Turks and Kenko's. And I was like, Oh, that was for real. So I left. The, I was like, yeah, I'm just at the gym right now. Uh, I was like, lying like shit i booked it home <laughs> threw a bunch of like t-shirts and stuff in my backpack booked it to the airport i was like yeah just let the driver know like i uh i ubered myself to the airport because i was at the gym and i was super busy she's like okay yeah fine i get there i left my wallet in the uber ah, damn no id i call her up and i'm like hey i'm at the airport but i don't have a way to get through because i don't have an id and she's like and the only reason I knew I left my wallet is because when I go to check the bag, they forgot to pay for the check bag. So I tried to pull out my debit card and pay for it. And that's when I like didn't have a debit card. And I was like, ah, what am I supposed to do? She's like, oh, sorry, can you call the, like, the Uber driver? And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get through. She's like, okay, let me just, you know, check some stuff. And so she hangs up, she calls me back like 10 minutes later. She's like, hey, the Uber driver's on his way back to bring you your wallet. I was like, how the like how the who the okay how did you get a hold to my uber driver like right who, what network is this right? right and so the guy he shows up and he was like yeah i tried to you know play dumb with her on the phone so i didn't have it just to you know wind her up but there was a lot of like business people on that phone they're pretty serious like the head of uber and i was like it's weird bro whatever got my wallet went through and i'm on the airplane i'm bumping music uh, and I'm getting off this airplane. As soon as I get off the airplane, they like, they grab me essentially. Like, like we need your laptop. We need your phone. Uh, I'm blindfolded. They throw me into this van and I'm like, I'm like, bro, like, I just got abducted. Like the last person I listened to is Ed Sheeran. Like, bro. I'm, so they didn't give you, they didn't give you insight on none of this. All this stuff is like fresh. They blindfolded fresh. you? What the? Blindfold put me in the back of a white van and it was driving me on this island outside of my country. I'm like, I'm the biggest dumbass in the world, bro. Like I just sold. I just sold. And when I got to like wherever they were taking me, uh, I was sitting there trying to play the game. Like I don't know if you've seen the movie like uh, with what's his face uh, Taken or whatever. Yeah. I was count I was counting seconds. Yeah, uh, left right. turn one, two, three, four, right turn. Uh -huh. And I was counting. I was like, yeah, they ain't gonna get me. And so like I get out 
and like everything's cool they're like okay this is your villa for the next uh two weeks before we put you on the show and i, I get out and i like look at it and it's like bro i'm just at this house in the middle of the beach on this island right yeah. and so like i go in there and they got like a guy in there he's my chaperone we're still boys to this day but he's like your glorified babysitter essentially and so you spend two weeks in there you kind of go crazy because you don't have any contact with the outside world and then they they send you on uh on the show and then the rest was history Damn, Damn. <laughs> I had no idea. So did you see? Them. So did you see other people that were on the show? Did they kind of go through the same process? No, that was the point of the blindfold. Oh, so you don't you don't see you don't see none of them. I saw one other guy at the airport, and I was like, you kind of look like a good looking dude. Like you could potentially be on it. I mean, we had the same paperwork, but like when I brought it up, they were like super shush shush about it. They're like, no, 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 no. And then they you know they blindfold you and they put you in the car and then you don't have anything. And they're like, yeah, we just. We just can't let you see like where we're going and stuff like that. But I'm saying, but I'm saying for like that two weeks though, like it was just no. you and the chaperone the whole yeah. time. Yeah, you and the chaperone. The only person that you sure. see is like they'll send like a haircut lady. Um, they'll send the producers to meet you. Like I was going crazy, bro. I had like a pet spider that I was like feeding hot dogs to, and I was like, well, like man, I was going. Hey, my, my my man was like, uh, uh, y'all seen the movie Castaway? Yeah, <laughs> had the soccer yeah. ball Will, and shit. Will, Wilson Wilson was gone, man. Wilson, yeah, bro. Yeah, it was crazy, is because I was talking like when the producers came, I didn't know they were the producers of the show, and so when they had come, I was basically telling them like, oh, this is my pet spider. His name's Henry. Blah blah. blah. And they loved it. They thought it was hilarious, and that was one of the main reasons I got on the show. You know, kind of foreshadowing with the bugs and the cockroach, but like it was kind yeah, of like funny because yeah. they're like, "Oh, this guy's got a sense of humor and imagination. We we want him on the show because they fly people out there. Like, mind you, there's like you know after they do all the cast, they fly like probably fifty people out there. Only ten of them get to go on the show. So wow. like there were backups that. that yeah that don't get on the show. Like they go there, they do that whole quarantine, the lockdown, everything, and then they get sent home. You know. Damn. Yeah, I was just one of the lucky ones. That's, a that's insane. And he got on, man. That's that's got impressive. On. I had no idea that the process was like that, man. So that's uh, man. inside information. You said grind. It's scary, too. He ain't know if it's like six or what. months. It takes six months to go through the casting. That's wild. So, so give us insight, though. Like, how how is it really, though, being on the show like that? Like, is it legit? Like, do people really be on the show, like, really feeling each other like that? Or is that shit just really for show? Uh, it just depends on like which show it is. I think like if it's your first show, like you're a little bit more invested, I would say. Uh, definitely like I think the girls are more invested than the guys are because mm. the guys we get on there and we're just like, eh. like I got a couple like side pieces that are much better looking than these girls. The girls are on there. They're like, oh, my God, he's the love of my life. Right, and, you know, right, so right. It, the difference is, is like when you're on the show, it's like, you know, one day it feels like a like a month, bro. Like cause yeah. it's like you don't got a phone. You're with them. You wake up with them. Get ready with them. You have these long days. They take there's no clocks in reality TV. I don't know if you guys ever peep this, but they take rid of like all clocks. You don't like there's no phones, there's no technology, there's no TVs. And so you're That's just wow. you're there. You don't have a sense of time. You don't have a sense of what's going on in the world. It's just you and this other person. And all sounds you like sounds like Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very similar. Like Vegas time moves slow. And so you know, you're with these people, and so you develop a, a relationship slow. with them essentially. So yeah, I want to talk about perfect match because that's that's the show I'm a fan of. You came straight on the show and was causing havoc. You weren't playing easy. around. Soon yep. you, you came yep. on there, you knew what you was about to do. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Did, what was your, take us to your mindset, man. Like, what was your game plan? Like, 
Was you looking for love? Was you looking for the perfect match? Or you like, nah, I'm trying to win this shit. Bro, <laughs> that's what I mean by it depends on what show it is. So that wasn't my first one anymore. So right. It was it's different. Fierce. So now I'm, right, I'm a veteran. Right, right. I'm a seasoned vet in this. And like, I knew what I had when I was bringing to the show. Like, uh, they brought me here because I'm I'm a heel. I'm a villain, right? Yeah. And they brought me here. I'm the only guy on two at the handle. I have the biggest following. A lot of these girls are going to want to try to like hop on because of the clout. And I was just like, all right, perfect. Like, I'm, a, I'm shooting ducks in a barrel. Like, uh, yeah. so I went on there and I was like, I know how TV relationships work. They never work out. So I'm not on here to find love. I'll make some friends. I already got friends. I know most of them in real life already. So I'm on here at this point. I'm going to make an entertaining TV show to watch. And so when I went in there, you heard me from, I haven't even watched Perfect Match. I I still have not seen the show. Watch that I, shit. That I lived shit, it. That but good. from what I hear, like the, it was kind of boring. And then I came in there and I was lighting shit on fire. And then it was kind of boring. And then they brought me back and like, I lit the shit back on fire. You know? <laughs> I tell everybody I burned the boats. And so like, I went in there and it got to the point where it was like, basically me and Francesca going back and forth because we're like probably the two biggest ones on the show. Yep, yep. And I was telling everybody, I was like, yeah, y'all think I'm the villain just because they're telling you I'm the villain and I'm telling you I'm the villain. But I'm going to tell you guys, like, it takes a, a real villain to tell you who the actual villain is. And I'm like, the actual right. villain is, she's sitting you wasn't there. lying. You was not. I, she did dumb. Dirty. Why'd she do dumb dirty. like that? Dirty. <laughs> dirty, man. No, I, I told him. Sit. I tried to tell him. I was like, this is why they kill all the black people in every scary movie because we the most woke. And what they do, they got rid She said, Chase got to go. She manufactured a fake girlfriend for me. And I was out of there the next day. She said, he got to go. He's too dangerous. Yeah. Who was it? Her, it was her homegirl. Was it Georgia? Who's her homegirl? Yeah, girl? bro. Yeah, I, 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 I blew. I brought her in there because they tried me, bro. They was like, we. They production kept that. We think you're scared of Georgia, Chase. Why don't you try Georgia? Oh, I'll bring Georgia. Bring Georgia. Try me. I brought Georgia in wow. and I had it, bro. I finessed it. I was like, she loved me. Like, I got this, bro. Nope. You should have stayed with the sister and Sophie. Sophie. She actually yeah. was feeling you. She was feeling yeah, I know. Real. I know. I know. I was being <laughs> manipulative as hell. But at least I was honest about it. I, I said, listen, I said, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I am very manipulative. <laughs> I am At that him. point, it was free game. It's kind of like when you send a text message, as long as you end it with a smile face, it's all free game. It's right, right, right. I, I told you straight up what it was. So if you stay around, it's on you. She goes, I thought you were joking. I was like, have you never seen any of the other shows I've been on? <laughs> right, right. Like, come on now. Do, do your homework. Yeah. You know the episode Damn. that had me? I ain't gonna lie, I was laughing. But she was so pissed. Uh, I had the, the episode... Everybody had to kiss I each other. I chipped my tooth. And you said, I chipped my tooth. You, you said you, you write to her kiss a one. Was it a zero or one? One. Oh, she was. <laughs> what's her name? Carousel? She was Carousel, bro. It's because, bro, like the way the game was explained was it was whoever had the highest kissing score was going to win the challenge. I was like, right. Uh, all y'all are trying to pretend that y'all love each other. But I was sitting there thinking, like, I got to botch this score. Like, I got to botch everybody's score so low. If I give everybody, like, a one and a two and everybody gives me, like, you know, like a six or seven, whatever it is, right. then I still win. And then right. I can control right. the board. It's all about who controls the board. It's like the Hunger right. Games and shit. Right. And so, like, I botched a tooth. And, like, I, at the time, didn't know that we were going to have to present the scores in front of them. And right. I was like, and at that point, I was like, oh, and so then when she came up and i know she really liked me yeah that's no she because yeah. i had like conversations with her and stuff like that and so once it came to that i was like yeah and i was thinking like think i'm thinking i think fast on your feet chase yeah uh i chipped my tooth 
And I don't know why I said that. And right. then it cuts to me saying, I didn't actually chip my tooth. Well, like, I don't know. I don't know why I said that, but yes, wow. But that's that's all I had. That's all I had. Because yeah, so. I was sitting there thinking like, damn, like how, how the fuck he chip his tooth on a kiss? Like, I, I, I've i heard of bad kisses, but chipped your tooth? Like, that's bad. Um, egregious. He was oh, hot, man. man. But nah, shout out to you, man. You definitely like made the show way better. Like whether people loved you or hated you, they was watching. And yeah, that's what the TV show wants. You know, that's the saying? thing about that's the thing about shows is like in any show. That's why I always play the villain because like any good show has a good villain. That's what makes it. That you could have true. the best hero in the world. You could watch. Everybody knows who Superman is, but the only villain that anybody knows is super su- Superman go against is Lex Luthor. Right. right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like there's a million villains in the Superman movies, but like you, you could you could play the role of like five people want to be the hero, or you're the only one that wants to be the villain. Boy. Both are gonna get shown equally. That's yep. true. That's real. Yeah. Be real, man. Let me ask you this before we transition to our last segment. So, are are you and Francesca? Are y'all are y'all like not cool in real life? Or y'all like y'all cordial? Like, what, what's that relationship like? Me and Fran are cool. Like, I see her a lot. Like, we have a great relationship. We're friends. Like, I think we get each other. Like, I don't take anything she says personal. She don't take anything I say. She knows at the end of the game, it's all a battle of numbers. That's what it is. And, right. You know, right. and that's what it's kind of like. Uh, you know. We just have mutual respect for each other. We're like, okay, yeah. I know what you do. You know what I do. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not going to be best buddies where we're going to get coffee, but like, you know, we'll definitely be cool. You know what I mean? Right, right. Facts. <laughs> respect the craft. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. We're one in the same. Exactly. <laughs> I exactly. love it, man. Well, let's go to our final segment here. This is just our real kind of quick hitters. A few random questions. want to get your answers and we'll get you out of here. So mm-hmm. um, I'll start off with the first one, Bolo. Name your top three influencer turned boxers in the game right now oh salt poppy he's up there he's okay, he's okay. nice i always been saying salt poppy was nice uh uh dean the great dean mm. the great he's called like people don't understand this man beat up a three-time golden glove winner and the dude grew up street fighting oh yeah says a lot yeah he's he's with it uh and i'm gonna give it to King Kenny. I don't know if you guys know King Kenny, but oh, he just King fought in, he just fought in the King Pen tournament. Uh he fought on Misfits before he lost uh, on his last Misfits. Uh he lost the belt because he was like a little bit of a slow pace, but in the King Pen tournament, he was really throwing hands and combos and I know a lot of people on these things like oh, KSI, Jake Paul, give Austin like I'm not right. saying any of those people because I think they have big platforms, but I think like boxing wise for what their platform is, like those are my top 3. Mm. I love it, man. I See? like that. Because I ain't going to lie. I came in thinking like, oh, he's definitely going to say Jake. But Jake like, Paul, nah, like, yeah. and it's all respect to Jake. But like you saying, there's some other people who their platform may not be as big, but from a, a true skill set standpoint, too. they're throwing them things, but like this. Yeah, exactly. If I if I put, if I make Dean the Great the same size as Jake Paul and erase both of their platforms, I think Dean the Great would win that boxing match. Mm. I like yeah. that. There it is. Shout, shout like to that. Dean the Great, man. Okay. We got uh next you get the next one, Bolo. Yep, okay, Chase. Describe your best cheat day meal. Ooh, okay. Okay. Bro, I'm a pizza fanatic, bro. Like I eat pizza and I eat it even when I'm not on my cheat days because like I'm the type of person that has been convinced that pizza's healthy because what is it like with bread, carbs, yeah, uh, right, cheese right. And, and protein. Veggies. Veggies, right. but I, I've also manufactured like a, a crust that's like chicken, so it's like you know Ooh, protein based. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, time out. You can't just slide that in there and then slide back out. <laughs> yeah. My girl, about? my girl found a recipe where you can make pizza crust out of um, ground chicken. So basically, what it is, it's like you shred up chicken, 
like uh, canned chicken, rotisserie chicken, whatever it is, and you you bake it with egg white and you flatten it and it makes like a like a doughy crust almost and you make you build the pizza on it so it's no carbs it's just straight protein that you're eating wow send the recipe right now man I, <laughs> sick, this is breaking news to me but you know, oh shit y'all know poor fan i know i love Don't food y'all know i eat all eat, day y'all. long chicken crust for the pizza oh yeah. man invite me over chase for dinner one got you. we gotta we gotta yeah. make it happen but like if i'm having a cheat meal man like i'm a sweets guy bro i go crazy for the dessert like i'll eat a costco cake i'll eat Ooh. ice cream on top of it Ooh. bro like I, I, a <laughs> man i'm a dessert She's like i like fire. frozen desserts the most shit. too so like i go crazy for some dessert that's kind of like my cheat thing everything else like i just eat like i'm never like i'm not one of those people that's like oh, i gotta eat this and that like, I eat so moderately, bro. Like, if I want a burger and fries, I'm eat a burger and fries. Sometimes I'll take off the top bun because I'm like, that's too much carb. Tastes right. the same. You know yeah. what I mean? Eat a couple of the French fries. Don't got to smack the whole box. You know what I mean? You're not yeah. going to see me in the McDonald's drive line. Like, bro, just like common sense. Yeah, facts. I feel that. Moderation. Everything in moderation. Bolo, speaking of French fries, and I know I know this is a quick, like, we got to we gotta at least bring this one up, man. Because, like, we got a segment we do typically called Porch News. We usually do it earlier in the show. But with you, we want to dive straight into everything you got going on. But there was an interesting topic, Bolo, that we had on the Porch News about French fries. I think that might be a cool transition just to yeah. get that one in before we close out the show. Facts. And it's wild, y'all. So, obviously, in Porch News, according to CNN Health, a recent study suggests that French fries may be linked to depression. So even if that's the case, we're talking about French fries. If they finally figure out that French fries is linked to depression, are we stopped? Are we done with French fries? Do you think the world will be done with French fries? No. I, I'm not. I ain't gonna lie to you. I love I French, French fries. fries. I'm I don't care if it's tater tots, steak fries, Ooh, curly fries. fries with the cheese. Crinkle cut. You, Come on you, now. You know what else leads to depression? Uh, this toxic relationships, Ooh. San Francisco, Seattle, mm. rainy days, uh, Facts. cloudy beaches. But guess what? People still go to them. Still Ooh. go to them. Hey, I couldn't have said it better myself. You don't get no better than that, Bolo. Give me some fucking seasoned fries with some cheese on the side. Yeah, bro. I'll I take that with a side of impression. Nice yeah, me crispy. too. Yeah, extra crispy too. Put some cheese on top. Right. Facts. I'll do, I'll I'll uh, go find my uh, my happiness somewhere else. Right, oh, right, everything. right, right. Yeah, I, I can argue I, I'm depressed when I'm not eating the French fries. Yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, he said what he said. <laughs> and I meant that. Yeah. yeah. All That's right. Funny. Last one, Chase, man. It's a fill in the blank. In five years, Chase will be blank. Mm. In five years, I'm going to be the biggest star the internet has to offer. I'm going to be bigger than Jake Paul. Uh, I'm going to have, you know, my own gym. Uh, you know, it's going to have a football facility and boxing facility in it. It's going to be a place for kids to come and, uh, you know, really just spend the time, do their homework. Uh, there's going to be computers, access. I have, like, this dream facility I want to build. Um, you know, I'm going to have, you know, hopefully starting a family by then because I'm going to be uh, my 30th birthday. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, like, I'm going to be, you know, financially uh, I mean, I'm already financially stable, but like, I want to be to like the point where it's like, you know, I don't want to worry about in 50 years if Instagram dries up, you know, and right. you know, like I want to finish out my master's degree. Like there's a lot of stuff nice. I want to do in the next five years. So hell it. yeah. I love he, that. He just put it all out to the universe, man. So the power of the tongue is, is powerful. It's in the universe. It's in the porch universe. So it's going to happen. And uh, Chase, man, it's been a great episode, man. I think we, we went places that we didn't even plan to go. We appreciate you for being just open and sharing stuff, you know, from your childhood and giving us real good insight on all things you. 
Uh, this is your time to like shout out anything that you got going on or let people know where they can find you. Anything you want to promote real quick, you can uh, do that right now. I appreciate you guys for having me. It's been a blast. Great conversations. Uh, anybody can find me at Chase Tomorrow on all platforms. And yeah, man, just working. I got another TV show coming out here pretty soon. And, uh, you know, just starting my acting career and, uh, you know, just a lot of big things coming. So thank you guys for having me. Man, what a blessing. What a blessing, man. Chase, keep doing your thing. We appreciate you for pulling up to the porch, my bro. This is The Porch Podcast. Find us on all your listening platforms. There's no excuse to show your boys some love when it's pulling up to the porch. The Porch Podcast is where you'll find us on Instagram. So go ahead and give us a follow and go ahead and give us a few shares. Don't cost a dollar. Show love. But just remember, just make sure the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put in work. Every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we needed. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see it. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. What do we bleed? Came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunt and defeat. People don't want us to leave. They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets. Thinking we stunning the sea We came from nothing to something Now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason We put in work every day of the week Every month, every season So many schemes Had to go off for the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end Woman and pops cooking ramen At times that was all we was eating Now we be feasting Five star restaurants every week Whole teams ripped in cloth and it seems They looking hard when we step on the scene Call us outcasts We so fresh and so clean Hand about cash Please don't ask for a meeting Just hit the stoop Grab the spaz on the beat Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet Just play it cool when I tax you the fee We need a pool in the back With a cord and a board to go jump off and splash for the heat Live for the day Cause the past can't determine The future or where you gon' actually be Keep staying present Our presence a blessing It's all that we have And we actually need I'm taking action with passion Detaching the ones who keep acting Attaching to leech I am no pastor But actually preaching Look up these letters and actually read that was where it all began Had to put in work Every day we got it in We chased all our dreams And now they can't believe it We make it look easy We achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated If we link, no, it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free But now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.